To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, this is part two of my trip to Disney World. Uh, I went with two wonderful people, my brother and my sister, and we actually have them both here today. We've got Andre Naherniak and we've got Tatiana Naherniak. Welcome, hey guys. guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? Good, good. We're, we're glad to have you guys here. Uh, and I'm glad that I was able to share the magic of my uh, Disney trip with you guys. Yeah, very excited to talk about it tonight. Cool, yeah. So we, we already talked about um, kind of the first couple days, uh, but I, I still kind of wanted to get your guys' input um, on a couple things. Um, one of those things being uh, the resort. So we stayed off property um, and we stayed at the Wyndham, which was pretty close to uh, Disney Springs. Uh, but as a family, I don't think we've ever done that before. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the coolest thing about it was the location compared to Disney Springs. Like that first day, we basically just like somersaulted back to the <laughs> hotel after having a few drinks at Disney Springs for your <laughs> birthday. Um, but personally, I missed the Disney transportation. I thought that I didn't think it would be that big of a deal, really. But that is a little chunk of the magic was kind of gone with that. But I mean, it wasn't something that was like devastating. It was just, you know, an observation, little piece of the trip. But that was my opinion about it. I liked the location, but thought it was a little less magical. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that the location was super cool because I think we've never spent a lot of time at Disney Springs and being able to most of the nights just kind of end it there was really cool. Um, and that, that was just very nice for me because I think I'm the one person that hasn't spent the most time at Disney Springs. So I was just really excited about that. But I definitely agree about the transportation. Some days it just kind of threw our schedule off a little bit and did take a little bit of the magic out. So that's one thing that kind of threw a divot in our plans at times. But I definitely like the location and being near Disney Springs. So where did you guys stay? I know you were like right across the street from Disney Springs. Yeah, there's like a little bridge skyline walkway that leads you directly to 
the entrance of Disney Springs where you get your temperature checked and get let in. And it's like not even a minute walk from that bridge. It was like probably 30 seconds. If you started walking in the right direction, there was one <laughs> night where I led us totally astray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, it was definitely, yeah, Brian, it was literally like we were on the corner of, uh, I don't even know what that road, what road that was, but it was like that corner. And then you, you cross the street. Um, I think it was Buena Vista street. Yeah. There was that corner and then you cross the street and then you got onto that, um, like the sky, the skyway or whatever that was. Uh, and then you were right there. So it was, it was just, it was super close, uh, which was really great. Um, and it was very cool doing that. Um, like Andre said, uh, being able to spend so much time at Disney Springs was very cool. Mm-hmm. Which hotel was it though? Oh, the, uh, the Wyndham. Okay. No, does the Wyndham has like two or something, doesn't it? Like the, a garden or I don't. Yeah, I'm not... and and so what I learned is that there's the Wyndham Garden, and then I think there's like the Wyndham Tower or whatever. Um, so we were in the garden, so that's like the lower area. We weren't we weren't in like the big tower. Um, the garden area uh, is almost kind of set up like one of the value resorts, um, where you kind of have those like little little runways. Uh, next to the to the um, rooms and the doors are kind of set up that same way so um, it was kind of set up like that and then there was the towel tower which was uh, all inside uh, which we never went up into because we weren't staying in one of those rooms so so with the transportation did you guys use any of the transportation at all yeah we did um, we would basically take like a Lyft or an Uber to get to where we wanted to go. And then whenever we transitioned between places, we would do Disney transportation. Was it typically buses then? Or yeah, I guess what buses. I'm trying to get to is, um, did it seem to take longer with all the precautions going on right now to get between places on Disney transportation? Yeah, I think so because they would pull off very often Um before picking up guests and I would say refilling my pixie dust. (laughs) Um, But they, I think that was them like wiping down the bus and cleaning it before runs. So it did, I think because of those precautions, it did add some time. Like there was one bus that we waited forever for. We wait. I, I was, I was close to like, calling an uber because like we had a reservation to go to that day yeah yeah Yeah, um and that was that was our last day yeah at the polynesian and so we were were waiting for the bus and this was at uh disney springs so you'd think they'd have buses coming Mm -hmm. to disney springs a whole lot but they don't um so yeah i i I found that pretty weird too that's one thing i've been hearing is that transportation is kind of taking a while yeah cool so um there's that uh kind of the the same stuff that i was kind of talking about um with the hotel i thought the hotel was uh still very cool um and something that i want to find out too is people have been saying that i don't know tatiana or andre if you noticed this uh but the smell of the lobby when you walked in was so great and people are actually Mm -hmm. saying that that's how uh the grand floridian smells like so I I kind of want to find out because um, 
that was a really cool smell. Uh, and, and of course that's like the first thing that like you got hit with once we got to Disney mm-hmm. was like that smell. So it was very cool. Yeah. There definitely was still a good amount of that, like Disney magic mm-hmm. in the hotel when you walked in, which was cool. Um, and it was just, it was just interesting walking into not a Disney resort compared to an off off resort and just walking into it and still making it feel like you were at one of those like Disney resorts like we were mm-hmm. before. Yeah, didn't they have what was this they had R2D2 in the right by the elevators? Yeah, I don't. We I don't think it was R two. I think it was. I think it was a. It was a it, different. It was a different droid, but we definitely took pictures with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, mask on, though. You keep your mask on when you take pictures. Yep. So yeah, uh, transitioning to our first day at the parks. Um, I know it took us a little while to get out of bed, um, <laughs> and uh, we we ended up getting an Uber and getting out to the parks. Um, and we got there and we were able to kind of go on a couple of rides right away. Um, but yeah, what, what, did, what did you guys think of, uh, of Magic Kingdom and kind of some of the wait times that we had there? I mean, we got to do like everything we wanted to and more at Magic Kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Even with them closing early and with us taking a little bit longer to get there <laughs> because we totally forgot that the Uber brings you to the ticket. The transportation center so you had to wait in the spread out social distance line and then take the monorail and but when we got there i feel like it was just we bypassed the seven dwarves ride because that line was crazy long but <laughs> then because we did that i feel like we were able to just like bang 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 do rides and i don't know i've never done that before and i thought that was really great that we were able to do that. Yeah, I thought it I thought it was really cool just that first park that we were at that we just started doing new things that we've never done before. And I think that's what COVID kind of lets you do at times because of that lower capacity is you just get to go on some of those rides that you've never done before and you get to have kind of those little experiences that you've never really done before. Yeah, well, well something that you guys got to do that like was the first time or something. It was the bear jamboree. What was- <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great time to rest my feet <laughs> <laughs> and be confused about <laughs> singing country and bluegrass. We also did the cute. Peter Pan ride, which I've never done before, and I actually really enjoyed that one. I thought that yeah. one was very cool. I loved that ride, and I also had never done that. I thought that was great. Uh, it Here's was... a little insider tip. Um, the little uh, lights that are in London is done with uh-huh. a bike chain and glow-in-the-dark paint. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty neat. It was, uh, it was kind of funny, too, because that line, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but that line we waited in for a while. That was uh, the longest <laughs> Yeah, because it actually it broke it broke down at one point. Um, and so, uh, that was funny still, because. It, sorry, it still wasn't a long wait. Didn't mean to interject, but like it just compared to all of our other walk on. Oh yeah, waits. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, it was it was still very cool to be able to go on uh, a ride like that um, and have you guys experience it because that's it's one of those like quintessential like Disney dark rides like that is a dark ride like so it's very it's very cool. The next thing I wanted to talk about was be our guest. Uh, that was the first time any of us have been there, um, and I talk I gave it two thumbs up already uh, on the podcast last week, uh, and I kind of wanted to know what you guys thought. Yeah, I think I mean the first thing that I'd say is it's just like it's such a such a cool experience, just like walking in there and just being in the castle in general. Because when you get up to it, obviously it doesn't look like this big castle that you're about to walk into, but then there's the multiple rooms that you can go in and all of that. And I thought it was really cool with the cast interactions that they were able to do. I wonder if they're able to do more when COVID isn't happening. So it would be an interesting thing to see the next time we go there, if we're able to again. Um, but the food was absolutely great. And I think that they they really spread the meal out well. When I looked at the entree, I thought that, oh, I don't know if that was going to be enough for me. But by the end of it, I was just kind of like, wow, that was a lot of food, even though I did not think it was going to be. And I really enjoyed the food as well. Yeah, the food was really good. I kept thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> while after we ate it and i got like all seafood things i got the lobster bisque and then the scallops and it just all the flavors were i think every other bite i took i just said wow these flavors <laughs> but um i thought the coolest thing was just being able to go in there and experience the building because i think many trips we took to disney we would pass be our guests and i'd be like oh what's that place we've never been there and we'd be like oh be our guests we'll never get reservations to there it's just like <laughs> this ominous building in the back of the park that i'll never get to go into but we finally did and it was i don't know if i would be willing to drop you know that much money again every time we go but i think it was a good experience and a special treat for sure yeah and i i kind of said the same thing uh where uh I mean, it's a lot of money for one meal. I feel like you get you get what you pay for. Like, like you you like just get what you pay for. You're like not getting any more. You're not really getting any less <laughs> um, because just the the food was incredible. The ambiance is amazing. Um, so I mean, like I'd say, yeah, like I'd pay that much uh, to go to go do that. Um, so and and that's kind of what what some people are saying is you're not really getting. Um, enough food uh, really that's kind of what everybody else is saying but I, I definitely thought that we got enough food if you were if you were basing it just purely on um, the main course then sure yeah like that's that it, it was not a $60 steak <laughs> but <laughs> based on all the all the things that you were able to get um, I definitely thought that it was it was worth this the the money so and you got extra gray stuff Right? It was delicious. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that was a pretty great day. Um, moving on to our second day, which I, f I felt like was probably our most magical day. Um, we, I, we got to do two parks. Anytime the Naherniak kids 
do multiple parks in a day, I feel like goes very well. <laughs> um, so we started out at, at, at Animal Kingdom um, and we actually did the Uber really, really well uh, that day because um, we got in it and we were probably one of like the first 20 people in line for the parking lot. Um, and then we were able to just run right in. Uh, so uh, just let me know uh, what you guys felt like when we, like we first got in the park and we first hit those like first couple rides. Yeah, it was honestly so cool because um, we went straight on to our first ride and that was, which ride was that again? Flight of Passage. Oh, flight we did, of passage. Yeah, we did Flight yeah. of Passage first and we were, I think, the first group in that pod that we went into. Mm -hmm. So that was just so cool. And that ride just in general is just one of the coolest rides in my opinion at like all the parks and just walking straight onto that. It just like threw you straight into the world of where we were, which was really cool. And we just kept on walking onto more rides and more rides and didn't really have to wait throughout the whole day, which was really cool. Yeah, that flight of passage ride is crazy. I remember the first time I rode it, it may have been because I had one of those rum drinks with the boba balls in it and <laughs> from Pangu Pangu, maybe. Um, and I just teared up <laughs> that ride because the experience and the even if you do get a little motion sickness is so beautiful. Like you can you can feel the what is it called? The banshee, the what is the name of the creature you're riding? Oh, you, you, yeah, you got it, Banshee. You can feel it breathing underneath you and just, uh, it's crazy. And then walked on to the river ride after that. And I thought that was so funny, Kylo, on that ride when the animatronic, um, the queen is singing and moving around. That is it true that she fell over recently? Yeah, it was like the week before we were there. <laughs> <laughs> That is so, I thought that was so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was cool that we were just able to walk right on all of these rides that we just love and adore. And I actually think one of the coolest parts of Animal Kingdom was the like nature paths we took mm -hmm. and going into like the bird cage, all those cool birds we saw. Like, I don't know, it was it was cool to experience new stuff within the parks as well as cherishing the old. And that's one thing I tell people all the time is that we need to go and do these trails, the Maharaja jungle trek and the, uh, Gorilla Falls, uh, was it Gorilla Falls yeah. exploration trail? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they're amazing. They've got such great things in there. Uh, just seeing those gorillas, I think, are awesome. So, yeah, I'm glad you guys got to do that. And then uh, the ones that I have not been able to do recently is um, the one around the, the Tree of Life. Mm. Um, they got some really cool mm. views there, and you can really get up close to the tree. So, mm. yeah, definitely those are some great things that you got to do. We we didn't do that one, but we did go to It's Tough to Be a Bug, and that one gets you pretty close to um, the Tree of Life, and, and you get close to all of those carvings and everything. Um, so that was pretty cool. 
the trails were really cool too because I almost thought that they would just kind of feel like you were walking through a zoo, but the architecture is still fitting with whatever location you were supposed to stay in, which was just like beautiful. Like, I don't remember where it was, but there was like a higher up region that still looked like a setting of like, oh, I I think someone said like, oh, I want to go read a book up there. Like, (laughs) so it very much didn't feel like a zoo. It still felt like the setting, like Africa, what they were trying to get you to feel like you were Mm -hmm. at. Yeah. And I think the cool thing about Animal Kingdom this time we went is just when we experienced all those new things, I felt like we've experienced almost like everything that we could when we go to Animal Kingdom. And I think it's because whenever we go to Animal Kingdom in the past, we would just do kind of the big things and hit all those and make sure that we really get to our favorite things that we get to do. But this time it was, it just allowed us to be able to go do those little experiences that actually are very cool. Uh, and it was very, it was very cool because um, I didn't feel rushed, even though we we did two parks in one day. Uh, I, I just, I didn't feel rushed at all when we were going through Animal Kingdom, um, and that was because we got there so so early, and we just knocked out those rides that you end up waiting like like an hour and a half to two hours for, um, and so that was just perfect. Um, and yeah, I, I I feel that same way too. Where whenever we go to Animal Kingdom, we we kind of just kind of like run through it and um, do whatever. So it, it was nice to kind of slow down, uh, and that's kind of what I wanted to do for this whole trip was be able to slow down and kind of experience some things that we haven't done before. So I was glad we we were able to do that. So next, I want to talk about when we uh, ended up going over to Epcot. This was a uh, I always feel like like if you end the night at Epcot, it's always a pretty good night. Um, and so I definitely felt like our day uh, got enhanced a little bit uh, by going over to Epcot. Um, I really didn't notice much of the um, construction. Uh, they do a good job of keeping those walls up. Um, but what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the construction got in the way of us really wanting to do the things that we wanted to do at Epcot. And I actually really enjoyed uh, the new front of the park. And I thought that that was really cool and really, really just new and open, which was very nice. But yeah, I think just the things that are under construction aren't really the main things that I would be going to anyway. So I really didn't notice anything. Yeah, I think it was... Um, under construction the time before that too that we went so it didn't feel too drastically different other than the fountain was open in the middle so I didn't notice it maybe I'm not observant I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I just missed the soda store just all those free samples of soda but that probably it probably would have been closed anyway very true even if it was still around um, Some of those I, sodas were bad, though. That was because whenever we went there, I would feed you Beverly and just be like, oh, this one tastes so good. And then you would, <laughs> you would drink the Beverly and it would be terrible. Yeah, you soda troll. <laughs> you can still get all those sodas at, on the rooftop of the Coca-Cola building in Disney, Disney Springs. So Okay. is do, 
then that's the thing though is do they pour you an entire glass of beverly (laughs) no they have like sample trays you do have to pay for it there but Mm. you can get like a sample tray um tammy and i went up and did that when we were there on our own and they actually do floats of all of the different sodas Mm. uh which some are weird and some are some are good so it was fun yeah i don't did we go into the coke store at all i don't think we did no, we did not. No. Or the new M&M store. We didn't go into that one either. We've been to enough M&M stores at all of the <laughs> other locations we've been to that yep. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, Epcot was uh, a highlight for me, especially because I didn't think I was going to be able to go there. Uh, and it's uh, my favorite park. Um, but yeah, being able to uh, walk around the countries uh, was really great. Um, we didn't spend a, t- a ton of time other than really at the land uh, in the front of the park, but really uh, we went to the back of the park and we had a lot of fun back there. Yeah, that day especially was one of those days that walking around the back of Epcot at the countries, my legs were just <laughs> toast. And it was because we were just going back and forth from countries and just doing a bunch of different things. And then we went to Canada as well. And we did the, um, the little video thing in Canada, which was actually very fun and very cool. Yeah. The, the, that circle vision. Uh, and that was very cool. Andre being able to do that with you, with the fellow hockey player. Uh, cause oh, there were, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well actually it, Tatiana, you went and sat down because your feet hurt. Right, that's so why I yeah. laughed. I sat in the <laughs> handicap section because my feet hurt. So <laughs> um, but yeah, just being able to experience that, uh, Andre, with you, uh, because I, I, I've always felt a pretty decent kinship with the country that is Canada because of our, our love of hockey. Uh, so I liked that. And then also the surprise of uh, those two, that the actor and actress, that um actually did the the circle vision um show was very cool it's i i don't know their names but they're the two um they're in uh schitt's creek, in schitt's creek. yeah it's the uh, mom and dad from schitt's creek yep you eugene yes levy? Eugene levy. Eugene was, levy. Yeah, levy. and yep. Catherine. Catherine. Well, yeah yeah um I, because the i think the last time I actually don't think we've ever been in there, but um, the last time I heard it was still like Martin short <laughs> uh, and he was the one that was doing that circle vision. So it was cool to get in there and, and experience that um, and have that little surprise. Cause I was expecting Martin short to, to start talking about Canada, uh, but it was those two. And it was a, uh, it was very cool. It made me want to, I've been to Canada a couple of times, uh, but it definitely makes me want to go back again some uh, sometime soon. Um, but yeah, Andre, kind of going back to your legs, that makes me feel, I don't think you ever really mentioned your legs. Um, and anybody who knows my brother, Andre, uh, knows that he's extremely athletic. Um, and so he's he is in great shape all the time, no matter what he's doing. Uh, and so it made me happy to hear that his legs were toast because my it made you feet, happy. My feet were toast that, oh, that end of that day, I could barely walk. Uh, and I felt bad for Tatiana because I think she was in an even more rough shape than I was. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was, and, and and actually, I mean, now we're gonna we're going on a tangent. Here we go. Um, that was one thing that I I talked to Brian about, and I think Brian posted it on the the Facebook. 
was that um, what well, what is something that we could do about our feet? Because I feel like even after the first day, my feet hurt. Um, and I was using the shoe, like I've run like 12 miles in the shoes that I was wearing that day before. So it was like, these should be really great shoes. But e- like just even after that first day, my feet still hurt. So what is, uh, what's something, uh, let's brainstorm. <laughs> what's something you think that would help? Like what what hurt the most really? My problem, this may be a lady thing. So I have pretty wide feet. And I think both of my sets of shoes are thinner than I'd like them in the width. And so my pinky toes were just getting smashed in my shoes. So my the next time I go down, what I think I'm going to do is get a pair of sandals, like maybe Tiva sandals or adidas or nike or something (laughs) just have my toes out in the open and not constantly Mm -hmm. rubbing Mm -hmm. in the front of my shoes where because both of those tennis shoes came to a point and i know my feet do not like that shape pointed shoes at all (laughs) so that's something that i want to do next time to experiment yeah honestly my feet were not a problem until the last park that we went to at hollywood studios when it rained and I really, it really was because of the shoes that I was wearing. And I think just those are shoes that, and I would wear those at Under Armour when I would work. And they're just ones that it just like feels like I'm floating on clouds and they're the best shoes that I've ever worn. But even on that last day, my feet still just felt ripped up by the end of the day. So I think it's kind of, for me, it was like, a mind over matter type of situation <laughs> where I'm like, I'm at Disney. I don't care. I'm just going to keep trucking along. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely what we do. We, I, and I know you, you guys follow me and I basically like sprint through the parks. Um, <laughs> my fast walk is pretty aggressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, honestly, and, and what Tatiana said about sandals, I've worn, sandals before in the parks and i don't know and i had that idea for this this most recent trip where because i actually have uh the pair of sandals that i have i've had those pairs of sandals since like our 2013 trip i think um and so i've had those sandals forever um and so they're nice and broken in they've never uh one of the things you got to be sure about is not to get sandals that are plastic between your toes cuz that mm-hmm. will like it, you you'll have no skin between your toes anymore if you do that um and so that's one thing you got to worry about um but i don't i don't know why i um i decided against the the sandals this trip um Maybe it was because I had been running so much with those shoes and I was like, oh, they'll be, it'll be totally fine. I'll just wear these shoes. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely uh, a good idea and it's something I want to I want to try later on is just like a good set of sandals that are let, that'll let my feet breathe. Um, but at the same time, it's I feel I feel like a lot of my pain were on the pads of my feet just because we're on our feet for so long. So. But Brian, uh, what's your take on that? Like, have you, have you ever had any feet issues? I used to swear by going with sandals. I wore sandals every day the whole time I was there. Um, but my last couple of trips, I don't know. The joke in the house right now is that uh, we're getting old. And 
I try not. I mean, we're only 43. We're not old. Come on. But <laughs> um, that's kind of the joke going around because being in quarantine, there's nothing to do. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, the last couple of times I've come back with some issues uh, with my feet. So I guess I can't be wearing sandals anymore. Um, but I know my wife did some research into it um, a couple of trips ago. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember the name of the shoes now. A couple of different sandals that she had bought. Um, um, Sanook. That's the name I'm thinking of. Sanooks. Oh, I love those shoes. Yeah, she did like them. Um, I don't know if she'd wear them again, but she did like them. Um, so she, you know, we've gone around with that. I'm. I'm not sure what I'll do if I get back anytime soon. So, yeah. So, uh, our last day, uh, at the parks was at Hollywood studios. And, uh, I feel like we, we got there pretty decently early. Uh, we got there at, at a pretty decent time. Uh, and we were, we were able to get in, we were able to ride a, a couple rides, uh, right away. Um, we were able to go on tower terror and rock and roller coaster. And those were just walk-ons. Um, and that was amazing. Um, and I loved being able to do that at all these parks. Uh, and of course, um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Tower Terror because that is my favorite ride. Um, and I and I did notice again um, that kind of like interior things felt a little different. However, I say that and it's supposed to feel that way <laughs> because um, they've randomized everything, not just the uh, up and down, uh, with the ride, but they've also randomized light cues and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it was because of the the past two days that we got on rides so early and things were kind of different. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird, and I think I, I think that was like just a mind thing with me. Um, but it definitely felt a little sparse when we were going when we got to the top when we were moving fo- forward out. Um, but yeah, uh, what what did you guys think about about being able to kind of walk into those rides and um, the beginning of the day? Yeah, I mean, the beginning of the day, I thought was super cool. I mean, this park is my favorite park. And especially going on Tower and T- Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster right right away was just super cool and just being able to walk on our favorite rides right away was just one of the highlights of that day, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after that, it just kind of, it slowed down a little bit and it got back towards that normal Hollywood studios. You're going to wait a good amount of time for these really cool rides that you like a lot, but it's worth it because the rides are so cool. That park seems to be a heavy hitter right now too, where like everything is popular and everything's going to have a line. Um, it's it's great that you guys were able to jump on those two big ones right away. Yeah, and one thing that I thought was really interesting is that usually we try to hit Tower of Terror like anywhere from two to four times during the day. <laughs> Because we're always looking at that wait time and seeing what it is for that and maybe hitting Rock and Roller Coaster another time. Uh, But we ended up not doing that, which was kind of cool because, again, we got to look at other things of the park and go on different things that we haven't before. 
Yeah, it's crazy how much they've expanded that park. Like, because Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster used to be the focal point. But now you have Star Wars Land. It, Batu is it called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Batu. Um, and then you also have, like, Toy Story Land, which is still fairly new, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was dedicated in reserving a spot for us to ride that slinky ride gotta admit forgot how short it was <laughs> <laughs> um so. yeah it's and and so before we get to that um we we actually we waited the we hit those two rides and then we waited in line for uh, mickey's runaway railway uh and it kind of started raining and that was the first time we actually were able to really, really, other than putting merch into the backpack, which we did um, most of the time, we actually utilized uh, our rain jackets because we had brought those to the park every day and ha- hadn't needed to utilize them. Uh, so that was really cool to be able to to uh, slap those on. And, um, and uh, in that line, that line got pretty long right away. And, and like Andre said, um, right around that time was kind of when we started to see wait times that, that the three of us are pretty used to. Because uh, we tend to go to the parks around the summertime uh, just because that's when all of our schedules end up working out. Um, so we're used to lines. Like we're seasoned veterans on busy days at Disney. <laughs> so we have, we have absolutely no problem. Uh, waiting in lines um but it was it was it was funny how like all of a sudden like that changed at that park because all of a sudden it was you got lines and you're gonna wait for stuff uh, and we really hadn't been like at all <laughs> the at all the other parks um so that was that was pretty cool but um mickey's runaway railway uh i thought was amazing just the things that they were able to do in that ride and the technology that they're utilizing just insane and of course being a lighting nerd um and uh, and almost everything i mean it's all projection but it's all kind of based on on uh lighting but just it's all so cool yeah and that is also a fairly long ride mm-hmm. which is really cool but throughout like every single little scene that you go through you're never like oh this is a long this is a long ride like some of the other older rides that have (laughs) been there so it was just a nice new thing that we've never done and it was just really cool to get into that right away and just see something new that we haven't i loved minnie on that ride (laughs) minnie mouse she was a queen her character the way they write her character into that ride is so fun and oddly enough, I remember the when we were at the end of the ride waiting to get off, kind of in that cute, they have like a little picnic at the end. And there's like this huge chorus singing you off and uh, an acoustic guitar. And I loved that. I got to look that up because it was just like such a sweet little ending to that crazy, fun, cute ride. I, I really loved it. Yeah, one of the things that I remember vividly is and it's funny that you say this, Tatiana, about Minnie. One of the things I remember is looking at at the end of that ride, and Minnie is just screaming at Mickey, Mickey, and she's like, 
Mickey is trying to figure out what to do, and like Minnie is like like fixing everything. <laughs> yeah, there's so one good. point she there's one point she just lets out a whale. <laughs> <laughs> wow, girl! Yeah, doing that ride, I think, really excited me for the new Ratatouille ride that's mm. coming out, just because it's the same type of ride that they'll be doing and it's like it uses the pucks right that's what Mm -hmm. it is yep yeah and just doing that really excited me for that ride so now that's the one thing that i'm really excited to go back and do at epcot we will see that open soon yeah yeah i know i know brian uh brian is super excited to go on mickey's runaway railway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah didn't you say it's your favorite ride and your guys's top 10 it's one of your favorite oh yeah i probably did um <laughs> i've watched videos of that uh ride so many times that um yeah i i rank it up there as one of the top it looks amazing so you guys are just selling it very well right now (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah that's what made me excited to write it because i was like yeah if this is on brian's list and he hasn't even gone on it yet this has got to be great (laughs) yeah yeah i've watched videos so many times there are so many little things um it's one of those rides that i just like i wish i would be able to have a day to just constantly ride it over and over again (laughs) and see what i can find so when we end up moving to Orlando, Brian, we'll, we'll be able to do that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, then so you guys will have to be, uh, then you guys will have to call yourselves seconds from Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> terrible joke. Terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. It's you guys' thing. <laughs> um, but anyways, talking about... Um, new experiences right after that ride um oh (laughs) i haven't even i haven't even talked about getting the boarding pass for rise of the resistance anyways right after that ride right after that ride uh we were able to ride rise of the resistance and that was because we were boarding group eight for (laughs) rise of the resistance um and i'll i'll kind of go into uh, i'll let you guys know what i did um, because this is um, this is a hack right here. It's not a really a hack. It's just this is what you guys need to do. Um, but anyways, so boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance. Um, I woke up, I think, around 6.30. I actually, I think my alarm went off at 6, and then I ignored it till 6.30. And then uh, woke up, and at, th- at this point, y'all already know that I had no phone, of course. Um and so I had to grab my brother's phone um, and I went outside and I had a um, uh, like a speed test, uh, an internet speed test app on my brother's phone. Um, and so basically what it did was I walked around um, the grounds of the hotel and I kind of like was trying to find where the uh, the best strength of internet was. Uh, I think I, I think the phone was still only 4G. Um, my brother's phone um, is one of the newer phones that has 5G, uh, but I couldn't find any anywhere. Uh, but where I found the best uh, connection was kind of like right out. It was outside and it was out in front of the hotel. Um, and as soon as I found that, I just kind of parked myself there. 
and um, just waited for uh, seven o'clock to hit. Uh, and so what I did, um, I'll go I'll go into detail because uh, you guys need to know this. So you go into the app and you want to go into uh, join virtual queue. Um, and rise of resistance, resistance is going to pop up and it's going to say uh, not currently boarding or something like that. Uh, and so what you can do is you can just keep, you can stay in there and you can pull down on the bottom of the screen and it'll actually refresh for you. So what I did was I sat there and um, right around like 6.58, I just started refreshing. Um, and some people swear by using like using a clock next to you and like refreshing like on the seconds or something like that so that you refresh right the second that it that it pops up um but i i, I didn't have that i just had one phone and i was sitting there and i was refreshing um and it's and i wasn't even at that point when i started refreshing i wasn't looking at the time anymore and it was kind of funny because it like this was so important i had so much on my mind i was so frustrated from not having a phone uh and i like almost like couldn't focus <laughs> it was so like high pressure for me like this was so important to actually get a boarding group so i'm sitting there and i'm refreshing and i'm refreshing i wasn't looking at the time i was just looking at it refresh and finally uh, uh a green button showed up uh, and that's what's going to happen is is uh there's a green button that shows up that says join you hit join uh and a question that i had for people was whether or not i had to select the people in my group because I was like, that's going to slow me down. I'm not going to want to have to do that. Um, and something people were saying was, if you if you get in there and you get the boarding pass and there's some people that not on it from your group, then they can add you later uh, when you get to the parks. And I was like, cool, I'm not going to add anybody. I'm just going to skip that part and just, just keep, keep mashing buttons until I get a boarding group. However, what happens is anybody who's automatically selected in your group uh, that have tickets will automatically be selected to that. So you don't have to stop and select people. Um, it'll automatically do it. Um, so if there's people on there that aren't supposed to be on there, uh, I guess you can take them off. But but if you're getting a boarding group uh, and you've got all those people connected to your uh, My Disney experience, it's probably all the same people that are going to be going anyways. But I just hit that button and then I hit next. Uh, and then I waited and boarding group eight popped up. Uh, it was probably the easiest thing I'd ever done for the most important thing. <laughs> it was like, and I like almost started crying. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I went through all this stress. Uh, I, I had worried for months before this that we weren't going to get a boarding group. I would like stay up in bed with my eyes wide open like, it's going to be fine. If we don't get one, I'm, I'm not going to be sad. It's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and <laughs> but we got the boarding group. I think I did cry a little bit. But um, yeah, it's <laughs> it was just nuts. Um, but that's what I would suggest is find the best area with the internet. Um, mash keep uh keep refreshing that uh join page wait till everything pops up do that do all that as quick as you can uh and then you should be good because if we got boarding group eight and this was our first ever time then you guys should be fine <laughs> uh but yeah that just that experience alone on our trip was just amazing <laughs> in being able to get that um but yeah, and and then just <laughs> there's that. I just <laughs> just talked for like 
five to 10 minutes about just getting a boarding group. And we're not even talking about the ride yet. Um, but uh, Andre, I know uh, both Andre and Tatiana, I know you guys are big Star Wars fans. Um, but Andre, what, uh, what did you think about the ride itself? Yeah, the, I mean, you just walk into that ride and you are 100% transferred into the world of Star Wars. And I think it's it's just so cool how the ride starts just right away, basically. And then you get transported to a different area, and then you're on another part of the ride. So it's just like, it's so cool the crazy amount of detail that they put in to make you seem like you are legit not on the planet Earth anymore. And that you're out in space and you're in Star Wars. And it's it was just so cool leading up to the ride that the ride was even cooler itself. And just the realness of feeling like you were actually in the movie was great. Yeah, it was really great uh, being able to... It was right when it started raining was when we were able <laughs> with our boarding group to go find shelter and get in line. And I had ridden um, this ride in California and it's the exact same setup. Uh, still so obviously so cool to go on it again. But with how you described getting that boarding pass, I'm really so shocked that we weren't boarding group number one. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's crazy. But even boarding group eight, like that's insane. I think I was like boarding group. I, I was in the one hundreds when I was in California, because um, the app kept crashing. But yeah, I think my favorite part about that ride is just how massive the warehouse you're in is, and how like technically when you're on that ship at the beginning, you're still kind of waiting in line. You're really just like being transported and it's a clever way to keep you in the universe and even the people helping you board um are all acting like if they're kind you know they're on your side but then you had some people um being just like total jerks to which they're supposed to because you know uh we're we were prisoners right did i get that right Okay, yep. good. I followed the storyline <laughs> correctly. Um, but I, yeah, that large warehouse and those giant set pieces, like crazy, just crazy. Yeah, those those big adats that we that we rode by, uh, they were in there, uh, just insane. Like I thought that was the coolest thing. And then walking into that that big room that had all those stormtroopers, and something I noticed too that I told you guys was. Um, when I've seen pictures, I thought those were all just super like stationary stormtroopers. If you look closely, they're all moving a little bit, like just the little <laughs> details in that alone, because it, it would be super easy for Disney to just put a bunch of just non animatronic stormtroopers, just like in a, in a bunch of lines and people would still like lose their minds because of everything else that's going on. And then they're moving around like, <laughs> like that's, that's so cool that like those little details that, that they gave you, but yeah, like, and, and, uh, Andre hit the nail on the head. Uh, both, both of you guys mentioned it, um, where you're getting transported and you're basically still in line, <laughs> but it's like, you're in the ride already. So like things are already happening. Um, and yeah, just, just, um, 
insane. Uh, and, and I would have to say, um, Brian, when we do another top 10, uh, the rise of the resistance, definitely number one, just it's like, how can it not be like, Oh my God, best. Uh, and I, I know, um, I'm, I'm into other parks too, other than, than Disney world. I know sacrilege. I know. Um, but I would say this is the best ride I've ever been on period. Um, and I mean, I'd I'd put uh, a bunch of those Harry Potter world rides pretty high on the list too. But like, it just blows it out of the water. It was just insane. <laughs> yeah, we got off, and I was like, "Hey, is that your number one on your top ten now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. So so that that was really cool. Um. Just really really cool is an understatement. That was amazing. <laughs> um. So the next thing we did, um, it's cool because it kind of, it, the rain kind of started, started to lighten up. Um, actually, no, uh, it, it didn't. We went and ate first. Um, uh, and that's, that's kind of usually when it's raining at Disney world, that's what you want to do. You want to go find a place to sit and eat. Um, and we, and we did that. We, we definitely followed our own advice. <laughs> um, and I was able to get, um, uh, at MEC commissary, I was able to order some food there. Um, and that was great. Um, because, uh, I've actually, I've eaten there before, uh, and it kind of feels like a normal cafeteria, uh, but it's actually supposed to, um, because it's supposed to, it's the cafeteria that is at, um, 30 rock. Um, so I, I, I think that's cool. Uh, I love 30, 30 rock. Uh, I've been there a couple times. Uh, I think Andre and I went there the last time we went to New York. Um, so it's just a it's just a really cool place to go, um, but we had had some food there, and we ended up. Um, I think while we were sitting there, um, I noticed that Slicky Dog Dash was like a twenty minute wait or something. So I was like, "Let's go!" and and we threw our food away and we ran over there. Um, and by the time we got in line, it was a thirty minute wait, and I was like, "That's fine. Like we can totally do this." Um, and then. Uh, over the loudspeaker, we heard that the the ride was broken down, um, and so we, we we decided we were going to wait for a little bit. Um, and this is uh, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about this because um, it's 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 a good thing to talk about, and it's good to kind of understand that like every so often this happens at in in on trips and stuff, especially with families. Uh, but I did not want to wait in line. <laughs> I was like. No, like we need to keep moving. We need to keep this all going. Um, and Tatiana was the rock. Tatiana wanted to wanted to wait in line. She thought it was it was the best idea to do that. Um, and being being the the type, I'm not the type of person that will will fight. <laughs> but I I will get um I will get a little little uh, perturbed uh, and shut down a little bit. Um, so I apologize to you guys, uh, but that's kind of what happens is, is it's not all flowers and rainbows uh, at Disney all the time. Um, and it's funny because as Disney enthusiasts, we're, it's, we're pretty good at making, making do and making sure that like everything's like in line and like everything's nice and organized. Uh, and this was the monkey wrench that just like, <laughs> like brought everything to a screeching halt. But um Tatiana, when when it came down to it, made the correct decision because we ended up uh, being able to walk onto, well, walk into line where the line is supposed to start and uh, join Tatiana. 
um, Andre and I uh, ended up going on a couple adventures, uh, side quests, if you will, uh, <laughs> into um, Star Wars land, uh, Batu, uh, to go see if we can, we could get a uh, a reservation for Olga's Canteen, uh, which we couldn't, of course. Uh, and then we went over to um, the Lightning Mc- Lightning McQueen's show. I don't even know what it's called. Um, but right, right right when we were there, uh, Tatiana text like we were in the ride, and Tatiana texted us, and she was like, "We're moving. I'm at the front of the line." <laughs> and so we were like, "Oh God!" And so we we ran over there. We will a- we were able to get onto Slinky Dog Dash, and then uh, everything was was a lot better <laughs> because like the day was moving again. Um, but definitely, uh, Tatiana made the right call with, with staying in line. Um, and so I applaud her for that. Good job. Um, you're welcome. It was, good, it was good for me because I was able to like, my feet were kind of just starting to really hurt at that mm. point. So I was like, this is great. This will just give me a moment to, chill for a little bit and i called my boyfriend so it was it, it was fine for me to chill there i was happy to do it yeah uh <laughs> and and i i kind of noticed that so like i was i was okay with it and i um i think for for me that whole thing was that like i'm just so used to going um and like going and doing um and especially the whole like everything we had leading up to that um, we were able to just go and go and go. So um, we were able to ride Slicky Dog Dash. Uh, and then after that, we ended up, I think we went into, uh, we went into uh, Star Wars Land at that point, uh, Batu. Um, Andre was like heart set on um, finding a, a baby Yoda. So we actually ended up walking into most of the shops there. Um, and you actually needed to wait in line to get into shops there. Um, so that, that, that took a little bit. Um, uh, and then Andre, you, you were really into merchandise there. Uh, what were some of the things that you saw? Yeah. I mean, like the first thing I think your mind goes to when you go there is the lightsabers. And I was like, I would love a lightsaber but I don't have the money for it. Um, (laughs) So I decided against that. And I think the biggest thing I was looking for was the baby Yoda stuff, because when I was walking around, I noticed a lot of similar things that we've seen before when we were there before. Um, And the kind of sad thing was that line to get into kind of that main, that main street part of it. Mm -hmm. And that just took a while and we didn't really see anything in those shops that we kind of were drawn to, uh, which kind of sucked. But we ended up going to all the other shops. And it's just really cool how they turn Star Wars memorabilia type of stuff into all of this merchandise that you can get. And I think just anywhere from like the costumes that they have all the way to just the little things that you can add to your lightsaber if you want to do that at some point. So yeah, that's just, it's just so different than the rest of all of the other parks and all the stores and the other parks is why I love going to the stores in there. Uh, 
So uh, it was at this point um, that actually, this is another another story uh, of the saga of this day <laughs> that I have. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, at one point, I couldn't use my my credit card. Um, and this is this is important because whatever card you guys have have set for your my Disney experience, that's what card it's going to charge uh, for all of these uh, meals that you end up doing. Um, and I was totally cool with that because I, I had a decent amount of money in my account. Uh, I was able to um, just use this this one card and, and just put all of our meals onto it. But all of a sudden, uh, that card wasn't working. I think, uh, Andre, you really wanted some blue milk. Um, and even that's the thing. Even for blue milk, you have to um, pre-order that stuff. You have to do a mobile order for it. Um, and so all of a sudden... Uh, my credit card wasn't working, <laughs> and uh, I think we for for Andre we actually ended up putting a different credit card um, on the account. But I wanted to because I had a bunch of money in there still, uh, and so I I I knew for sure that that my bank had flagged me because I didn't tell them I was leaving. However, I was in Orlando for like three days prior, so now all of a sudden they're gonna turn my card off. So um, I was none too happy about that. So I let. Tatiana and Andre uh, go into a different shop, and I I was on the phone with uh, um, some lady from my bank for a little while, trying to get them to turn my turn my card back on. Um, and then uh, one of the main reasons I was kind of worried was because I didn't have my phone to be able to check my bank account. Uh, and then uh, this is terrible, but uh, I couldn't remember my uh, my password for my bank account um, because I use. Uh, I use facial recognition all the time for that on my phone, uh, which is terrible. I know. Um, so like I even couldn't like, on either of their phones, like sign into my bank account because I didn't have a phone. Um, and so while I was on the phone with that lady, I was like, by the way, uh, how much money is my account? And then she told me and I was really happy because it was a lot more than I thought I had. Uh, so that was great. That was, that was like the, the perfect little boost uh, that I needed uh, to kind of like keep the day going, uh, because that was just a frustrating couple couple of events for me. Um, but I mean, we were able to regroup and uh, get together um, and make a pretty great day out of it. Um, so yeah, honestly, uh, like the rest of the day for me is like a blur. Like I can't like oh yeah, we we got in line for Smuggler's Run. Um, and I, we've each time we've gone on Smuggler's Run, we've wait, we've waited forever for it. So again, of course, uh, we waited forever for Smuggler's Run. Um, but yeah, like I mean, past that, I can't remember what we did. <laughs> yeah, that night, I think that was the night we went to Pandora, right? Oh yeah, yep. That yes. was probably my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, that but- was definitely a highlight that I. We last time we were in Pandora, we didn't stay and see all the lighting and the neon and all the different colors that were happening at night. So that mm-hmm. was a really cool experience. And using my new phone with my new camera, it was really cool getting some of those pictures of that and just having the memories of all those that cool lighting and everything they do with Pandora at night. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'd have to say the the savior of this day. Um, was was always Tatiana uh, because she had uh, the things that all the things that she wanted to do that they that day were like right on. Um, 
And so having us go to Pandora that night and, and see those lights, because Tatiana was just adamant that like she wanted to do that. <laughs> um, and actually being able to go there and like experience all that was like the best, the best cap on that day. Like it was so great. Yeah, that's what I, our original day at Animal Kingdom, because we didn't have the park hoppers at first. Um, I didn't realize that it, it, Animal Kingdom closed at five. So I was like, the lights? How am I supposed to see the lights? But <laughs> then we were able to hop back over there after Hollywood Studios and make my Pandora dreams come true. So, yeah. That's we- definitely a land that you need to plan to visit twice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mm-hmm. My wife tells everybody that uh, whenever they're talking about Disney. And I have a picture of her taking a picture because she couldn't stop taking pictures when we were in there. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's funny. That's that's also what I did to my brother because whenever whenever we would walk by something or something like that, I'd be like, "Hey, take a picture of that." <laughs> Cuz I I wasn't able to do it. That that's usually me. I'm usually got my phone out and I'm kind of like taking all these pictures. And I've noticed I I don't take pictures of us. And that's kind of funny because whenever we have our mother with us that's that's where her mind goes is let's take pictures of ourselves in these areas and i'm always taking just taking pictures of the areas just like this is so cool um but uh and and it's funny the older i get the more i want to see us in the pictures (laughs) so like now all of a sudden i'm mom where i want to actually see us in these pictures um and so that was that was probably the coolest thing is we have a couple pictures like that um that we have of, of us there. And those are the, probably the pictures that I like the most. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, the, our last day uh, was spent um, uh, resort hopping. Uh, resort, I'm doing air quotes right now, resort hopping. Uh, it didn't turn into resort hopping. It turned into let's go to art of animation and then take the gondolas uh, all the way to was it uh, Caribbean Beach, and then from there we tried to take a bus back to downtown or back. I say that all the time. Back to uh, Disney Springs to be able to catch a bus to the Polynesian to be able to make our reservation. Um, and that's something that I did not. I'd never ridden the gondolas before, so I was unaware that like you're going to have to wait in line for those things. Like there was a line at uh, art of animation for the gondolas. Um, So that's another thing that I would suggest is understand that like, you're not going to be able to just run onto these things and uh, just like hop from station to station. Cause that's like what I thought you'd be able to do. Yeah, and that's a COVID thing. The lines are longer for the gondolas during COVID because every group gets their own car. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's longer. Because the, when I went on it, um, we went there as a family uh, the last trip that we went on, and I was the last person left at Disney. Everyone left before me. And I went and just walked onto the gondola every single time. <laughs> but I was with a family every time I went on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was uh that definitely um took away from our plans. I was definitely planning on going to a lot more resorts. Um and it's funny because we started at Art of Animation and that's a place we've been to before. Uh but we we love it. I feel like um Art of Animation is definitely my favorite 
favorite valley resort. So it was nice to be able to walk through all of that. Um, and it definitely gave us, uh, the sense that, you know, we just need to stay on property, <laughs> uh, because just being able to walk through the, through the magic in there and be able to experience that is, is just worth it. Just take my money. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we're able to eat at the Polynesian. Um, we ate at Kona cafe. Um, it was, it was pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say it's amazing. Um, and I think it was because, uh, I was super hyped, uh, for these wings. Cause people were saying that these wings were amazing. Um, but it's because, uh, I wanted, I wanted the wings from Ohana and people lo- just love those. Um, and people were saying like, they're, they're basically the wings from Ohana. Um, if that's the truth, then it's possible Ohana is, is kind of overrated. Uh, but I'm going to wait. Cause I, I, I still feel like I want to, I want to go there and experience a lot of this. Um, but I mean, I just wasn't too blown away, uh, by, uh, Kona cafe at all. Uh, it was it was cool to be able to like go to I think I mentioned this at one point with Tatiana Andre. Uh, it was cool to go to the Polynesian for a reason. We <laughs> we usually just kind of show up there and just like ooh and ah over like the Polynesian because it's so great. Um but it was cool to go there like for a reason because we have a reservation. Yeah, I mean, I thought the I thought the food was pretty good i think whenever you go somewhere in disney whether it's a disney resort or the disney parks you never can really go wrong with what you're going to eat for the most part um and it's not something that i was like oh my gosh i have to go here every time that i'm in disney um but it was definitely a cool experience just being at the polynesian and just experiencing something at the Polynesian, like you said, Kylo, and just being there for a reason, which was cool. I liked that you could enter. It was someone's birthday. So you got a really <laughs> nice birthday treat spread at the end. That was great. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was the first time. Uh, I think I had mentioned on the podcast before that, that each day that we're, I was at the parks, I had my, it's my birthday pin on. Um, and so pretty much everywhere I went, even at at Disney Springs, uh, people were like, happy birthday. So like my entire trip, people were saying happy birthday to me. Uh, and actually I had it on my backpack at one point and I put it on Andre and he, people were telling him happy birthday. Yeah, that was great. I was like, I feel powerful for these few <laughs> moments that I have the backpack on. <laughs> um, but that was the first time uh, other than the extra gray stuff uh, at be our guest that was the first time i really got like a birthday thing uh and that was like a platter like there was a lot there uh and i had already because this was the end of our our trip and we i had eaten a lot and um anybody who knows me knows i i I recently lost a lot of weight so like eating was kind of important to me uh because like that's kind of where a lot of my weight comes from is overeating so at that point all of a sudden i was like you know what it's the tail end um and we've got this one meal i'm going to make sure i I eat a little bit better and then they brought me a plate just like this platter of sweets (laughs) 
and i was like trying to pawn him off of my brother and sister and i was like uh you guys have to have this one um but yeah that was that was nice that um like that was like the first time i like legitimately got something for my birthday um so so that was cool all right so we're gonna talk about my gideon's cookies you didn't bring me back by Gideon's cookies. And I hang my head in shame um, <laughs> because I should have known, of course, the draw of Gideon's. Um, and this was on a Sunday, too, that we, that we tried to get those cookies. Um, but it's, uh, it's like six-hour waits for these things. Uh, and so I think we, we got back to downtown Disney around like two-ish. Um, and we had to leave around six. So I was like... I was like, we might have to wait a while, uh, but like, we'll probably get something. And uh, we walked up and we asked uh, how long the wait was. And they were like, oh yeah, be back here around nine o'clock. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> and this was at like 2 p.m. So it, that it's Brian, Brian is going to have to do what I couldn't do and bring back Gideon's cookies the next time he goes. Whenever I get to go. When, yeah whenever that is we should we, brian you and i you and i should we should plan a trip together at some point i think that would be really great um, that would be fun right but yeah it's there was just not uh, that's that was one of the 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 down points was i, I was actually <laughs> really looking forward to getting gideon's cookies especially because like tatiana you would have loved the inside of gideon's it's so creepy and it's got a little bit of that like steampunk creepy vibe to it um but um i mean and the same thing with edison uh we we didn't end up going to edison but i mean we went to epcot so it's pretty good trade-off um so that's those are two things i want to make sure that we do next time we go um which honestly i think um probably will be next year uh just because of covid and everything um just kind of like let it run its course and uh not covid but like everything that's happening <laughs> <laughs> um and uh especially with the 50th and everything um so um i'm thinking probably probably in a year we go again however i do want to hit um disneyland at some point when it opens back up again i think that'll be a pretty easy trip but um I was pretty happy we went um, and I was happy that I was able to bring you two with me. Um, and uh, it, w- it was definitely a magical trip. Um, and I'm glad that we were able to do all the things that we were able to. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to, to many more trips with you guys because you guys are my, my partners in crime when it comes to Disney world. So. Thanks for joining us guys. It was great being able to talk to you again. Yeah. Yeah, it was thanks a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah thank thanks you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all we got for you guys tonight. Come join us again on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. (laughs) 